Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. From KQED. Walking across the street to the coffee shop. Going to go see if I can order myself a drink with a paper straw to save the planet. When I was a kid, those plastic bendy straws meant a soda or a milkshake. Now they represent wasted plastic and producer Vinnie Tong's drink order. Hey, what's up? Can I do a grande passion fruit tea in a venti cup, extra water, easy ice, no sweetener? Does that make sense? Oakland and Berkeley are considering ordinances today that would force customers to ask for straws instead of automatically being handed one. Is it possible to get a paper straw for that? No paper straws. Huh. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Okay, so so we're talking about plastic straws. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy, when's the last time you, you used plastic straw? Last night I, uh, I got a burrito, a fountain drink to go, and uh, took a straw with it. Jeremy Siegel is a reporter and KQED anchor, and last night he ate a burrito. So you took a straw. They I took a straw. straw. No, they, they didn't offer it to me. They had them over on the side, right by where you get the caps for your drink. Yep. And I, just, I just grabbed one, took off the paper wrapping, put it in, drank it on my way home. Okay. All right, well, some cities around the Bay Area and around the state actually are looking at ways to potentially ban plastic straws, but the state is also considering a ban. Yeah, so um, uh, State Assemblyman Ian Calderon, he's the uh, majority leader in the State Assembly, he proposed a bill back in January that called for a ban on single-use plastic straws across the state. Now, this only applied to uh, sit-in restaurants, so not really if you're going to Mickey D's and getting uh, drive through food, you wouldn't you would not be able to get gotcha. a straw. The big thing that he got a lot of flack for on that bill is that um, it imposed up to a $1,000 fine on servers who uh, gave out the straws. On the servers? On the servers, or even uh, possible jail time. So that got possible a lot of- Possible jail time? Yeah, yeah, wow. possible jail time. A bill under consideration in the California legislature would punish waiters with a $1,000 fine and up to six months imprisonment if they offer restaurant straws to patrons without being asked for them. It's obviously insane. Ethan Behrman is a... Since then, he's kind of walked it back and said there's just going to be a $25 per violation fine on um, outlets that give out plastic straws when customers don't ask for them. So that's what this bill is. It bans restaurants, sit-in restaurants, from giving out plastic straws unless a customer specifically asks for it. Okay, and that's that's actually important because... The ordinances that a lot of cities are passing around California are are similar in that it's not an all-out ban on plastic straws. The city of San Luis Obispo recently passed several ordinances to cut back on the products, 
Restaurants, bars, and cafes will not provide single-use beverage straws to customers except upon specific request. Uh, that's also, I think, what Oakland is going to be voting on. An Oakland leader now pushing to make the sight of straws a little less common in the track. Um, this week, Berkeley's going to be looking into that as well. Happening tonight, the possible beginning of the end for plastic straws in Berkeley. Like now banned plastic bags, there are major environmental concerns about the plastic drink utensils. ABC 7 the people who are pushing for this legislation are environmental groups like the Surfrider Foundation, which is California-based. Um, I've actually spoken to some people there, Nicole Kozlowski. She uh, is a bartender and also works for their um, anti-plastic straw campaign. I've been working in the restaurant industry, noticing a lot of the waste that's generated. So Nicole told me that um, she actually got inspired to work with the Surfrider Foundation from her work as a bartender. I switched the bar that I work for, I switched them to paper straws. Yeah. Um, and with that, we started composting everything. Her customers didn't really mind once she made the switch from plastic straws to paper straws. And Nicole also told me that when she's with the Surfrider Foundation doing some of these beach cleanups, you find a lot of plastic straws just sitting on the beach. So straws have been on the list of top 10 most commonly found items on beaches internationally for the past 20 years. Um, Straws contribute to a huge amount of the marine litter. She told me that 500 million straws a day are used in the U.S. alone, and a lot of that can end up in the ocean. Um, in San Francisco alone, also Surfrider Foundation says that if everybody in San Francisco were to use a plastic straw every day and we got rid of them, we could get rid of over 4,800 pounds of waste per day. So Just in straws alone? Yeah. It's a relatively easy behavioral change for people to make. Why are we talking about plastic straws now, though? I, I feel like when I was a kid, I used to see uh, images of those soda rings, the, the six-pack rings around fish or other, around other marine animals. And I feel like it was kind of a topic of conversation then, like plastics. So why do you think we're having this conversation now having to do with plastic straws? The Surfrider Foundation recently posted a blog with the title, 2018 is the year we say goodbye to the plastic straw. Making so, a big statement there. Yeah, huh? exactly. There, I think they think there's a lot of momentum behind this movement right now. So there's more research showing the negative effect of plastic straws. There's more research showing the number of plastic straws that end up in the ocean. And also, I think, you know, from social media, places like YouTube, people are seeing more videos that actually visually show the negative effects of these straws. I don't want to put it too hot. So there was one really popular video that showed a sea turtle with a straw stuck in its nose and um, someone had to help pull it out. Oh, man. I've actually seen that video. It's really hard to watch. Somebody's holding the turtle down and there's blood coming out of his nose. Oh my God, she had a freaking piece of plastic. Okay, didn't we have this discussion the other day of how useless freaking straws are? So another... Cities were starting to pass ban, uh, plastic bag bans, and then the state passed its own plastic bag ban, too, not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. And I think things like that have also sort of added to the momentum. You know, they're thinking this plastic bag ban has been pretty successful. It's led to what some might say is a societal behavioral switch in California. A lot of people are using way fewer of those plastic bags. And I think there's you know, so, some thought that if you take these baby steps, banning one type of single-use plastic at a time, you might be able to slowly have a way bigger effect on the environment. And so how does that behavioral thing really change? Does it come from the individual saying, I don't want the straw? 
at least for me personally, I moved out to California in 2012. That was the year that Berkeley um, passed a ban on plastic bags or made it so that you had to pay a few cents for a plastic bag. So when I started buying <laughs> things in Berkeley, they wouldn't automatically give me my bag like I was used to in my hometown of Cincinnati, right. Ohio. And at first I found it kind of frustrating. I mean, it wasn't necessarily like, give me my plastic bag, right. but I was really used to it. Over the years, I found that now I bring my backpack or I bring one of those tote bags that's lying around. Recently, I went home to Cincinnati and was at the uh, art museum with my mom, bought a few postcards, and the person who was checking me out started putting them into a, a little bag, and I said, oh, I don't need the bag. Um, and they actually looked at me really confused and said, I I'd feel better if I gave you a bag. Jeremy, thanks a lot. Thank you, Devin. Good luck with your straws. <laughs> the statewide plastic straw bill is still in committee in the California legislature. Oakland's ordinance is scheduled for committee today. It could include giving an initial warning to restaurants who hand out straws when they're not supposed to, and then fines after that. And Berkeley is also starting to talk about straws today, but it's also going after all the other stuff, like plastic forks, spoons, or containers that aren't recyclable and aren't compostable. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. After you're done kicking back and listening to The Bay, head on over to another KQED podcast called Cued Up. Ryan Levy curates some of the best stuff you may have missed this week from our reporters, and he gives it his spin. Subscribe to Cued Up, that's Q-E-D Up, wherever you get your podcasts. You know, I, I took it with me because I was driving back, so needed that easy way to sip my drink. But, you know, in hindsight, would have been easy not to take it. But how are you supposed to drink that drink if you're in a car? Well, put it towards your mouth carefully and drink it with no straw. <laughs> Are you basically telling me how to drink a regular drink? Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.